guys, welcome to the Fake Deep Radio. On this show, we'll be discussing popular culture, art, music, and design through our unique perspectives as young Nigerians. Let's get it! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fake Deep Radio. Woo-hoo! Let's get it! <laughs> well, the manga is back, guys. As you can see, back you know, at it again. Now, Let's why, go. I, now why this is a crack infused space? <laughs> what? The manga is here. I don't know what you speak of, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> well, guys, first of all, actually, I have to want to ask you a question. Yes, What's so bad with doing crack? <laughs> I don't want to end up on the street under the bridge. But they are functional crackheads. Huh? I have not seen one. <laughs> Apparently, crack they help you lose weight anyway. So, ah, yeah, yeah. that's actually. Apparently, some people take crack to, to lose weight. But <laughs> <laughs> interested, interested, interested. Drugs are actually not bad. That's the thing. But anyways, let's not. <laughs> let's stay on track, boys. No, yes. but like as we, I mean, anyways. <laughs> what were you about to say? Moving forward. No, no, no. Let I, us move forward. But they are, they are actually like functioning. Drug addicts. Of course, no, that would be just yeah. not crack. Yeah, for, for functioning alcoholics. Of course, out of there. course. Functioning weed addicts. Out of course. There. I mean, <laughs> but you're not going to see functioning crack heads. That's the thing. <laughs> Think of it. There's not one. I mean, at least cocaine they give you focus. Evil is so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a, there's a, you have to differentiate between functioning and like the long term effects of these. What is actually functioning? I didn't, yeah. Because functioning is not. You can still go about your, your daily activities, yeah. personal life. Yeah. 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 But what if what if crackheads that personal life really want? <sighs> I mean, everybody's making that decision. For Switch exactly. is on. Switch is on. Anyways, moving on. Um, how was you guys week? What you guys? What, what's up? What's up? Guy, what's I had I had a week of this week. Man. This fucking guy. This guy. And I had the exact opposite. You were chilling. Yeah. I was just killing myself. The thing is, when my week, when my break started, I told myself, okay, I'm going to do this, plan for this, do this, this, this Monday, this, Tuesday, this, blah, blah. <laughs> but when I sleep, vibes, I need shower. Bro, bro. I know vibes. one productive this week. I just slept, watch Netflix, and God knows this was the best week I've had. Now, nah, sometimes you need that. Sometimes. That rest I don't now. Come on. Uh-uh. This is like, like now one now. Come on. Honestly. YOLO. Yeah, <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's the back? I don't know. <laughs> we missed you, bro. Uh, we missed you. Back in the Did you guys see that? You guys see that video of um of those two kids that were doing animation. Oh yeah, they were wearing leopard <laughs> skin pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, what did he jump It was pints. That one are pints. That was peculiar. Wait, leopard skin pants. I don't know if it was leopard skin. I don't know. It looks like leopard prints. Because it was weird that they were right there, but guy, that's it was hilarious. But both of them, but both of them were basically doing, I don't know, they're punishing them, they're doing Angunati. They don't even do Angunati well because they were doing it on the air. Normally Angunati, you're meant to have be on the wall. The older kid was, yeah, he wasn't doing it right. It's no harder to do it like free. It's like harder no, to do it free. Free, yeah. Like no, than on the wall. Yeah. I mean, on the wall, you have supports now. If you're, doing it well. if you're doing it, if you're doing it, it's, uh, on the wall, at least you have supports. You have some support, right? Yeah. At least sometimes, if you just, if you do it right, freestanding is worse yeah. because yeah, you have to go down but and free, support yourself. Freestanding, that's why it's called angunati because you're meant to literally be at an angunati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. But freestanding, you can't do angunati. But that's that's the point. No, you just be bending. No, that's the thing. You would, you actually cannot. You cannot physically do it. No, right you can do it. No, you can. You can. It's just harder. Like yeah. your form won't your, be good, but you can do it. Yeah. And your 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 knee and your back. So it's your your back and your I don't know what's your thighs. So your back your, will be perpendicular to your, to your, to your, yeah. to your thighs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not possible now. Free it standing. is, but that's the point. That's, that's why it's a punishment. It's, no, it's meant to be hard. You can't actually you physically can, do can, that. No, you can, you can. You Let's can. keep going. I remember when my dad used to do it to me. He would tell us to draw a horizontal line on the wall. <laughs> so if your head came off, <laughs> you, you know, Koboku, you can, you can reach far. <laughs> so people just the chill, they First watch channels. Why do you used to sell Koboku? 
It's so funny. Why is it that you could go to the market? It was made of animals. I know it was cheap as fuck, right? They use this one to flog your picky. No, but there are two different types. There was the bamboo one and the animal skin one. No, even the animal skin one. There was not types. Like one, one mouth, two mouths. The long one, and that's the stick. Yeah. Then there was the one that had like six mouths. There was one with six mouths, two mouths, three mouths. The one my friend, the one my friend had three mouths. Jesus, I just remember one of my primary four teacher, Uncle Chimezi. Uncle Chimezi. That's the one. This episode. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> so he would like you be sitting on his desk in yeah. class, right? And you tell you to stand far from him. Yeah. And you he's he's frog at the back of the neck. What? So it's like with Koboko, he was just it will, you hear the it moving through the air and it's just like oh, the class will be caught if that guy catches bro. you. That guy will be wicked as fuck, so, bro. Same, like I think in my primary school, this is like my teacher, Mr. Mensa, will tell us that um when he's when he's because he used to use the bamboo one. So obviously bamboo one is not very durable now. So but it starts to break, you know. So we tell us that anybody that should bring cane, the person that should bring cane for me this week, you I'll not flog you for the week. Ah, Baba, so, so, they bring cane so, every so, week. Yeah, go see niggas, all these idiots, they go they bring cane every week so that Chill, like is it so if is it given that he will flog you if you don't if, if you don't if you fuck what, up what now. thing will happen when you go flog you flog uh, you now? Yeah. As, as a what? Uh, a, 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 a boy in primary school. <laughs> have you not <laughs> ever heard? You know? Have you not ever heard about Salamaris? No, I, I mean, I've, I, I know people that went Anybody there, but I didn't really hear. Like, I remember one time, depth. this particular woman, fuck, this babe, her owners, you stretch your hand out like this, and there is, you know that wooden ruler? Yes, that, that, it, that orange right? one. On your knuckles. Yeah. It, on your knuckles. On your knuckles. Yeah. Knuckles. I hate that shit, This is first in assembly if you don't, if you don't cut your nails. They'll just tell you, show me your nails, show me your nails. Your nails are long. That and knocking, those are two things that I can't stand. <laughs> if somebody knocks me, yeah, I, I take it very personal. There's nothing I take, more disrespectful. Now. Like, somebody, it's very, very personal. If somebody knocks me today. It's my beer beer. Everything. I, mean. <laughs> I have to trick you in that. Because, like, you know, do this formation. You know, that's you knock so violently that your head will swell up. Bruce, and they don't knock on your head, they knock you here. Just in front. This is your forehead here. But that's not safe, knocking somebody on the forehead. Like, you can kill the person, literally. Bruh. Knocking now. But I remember that day when I came back to the house and I, sh- my, I think my mom now saw my, like my knuckles swollen up and red. She had to come to the school and change it for that moment. Because it was like, what the fuck? This is not. This is a kid. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm now like, as I'm grown, right? I'm looking back at it and I'm like, how can I remove Rula and be flogging on that person's <laughs> child on their hand? Like Forget that. Rula, that's wood. How can <laughs> I carry a piece of wood? That is frustration. So actually, based off of that, do you guys actually believe in like beating kids for discipline? In terms of discipline, you believe in beating your kids? Ha 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 I mean, like, I'm not a parent, right? Yeah. And none of us are parents here. Exactly. It's beautiful if... Like I said, you know. I would love to hear the perspective of a parent, if there are any parents listening, but yeah. I don't, like, kids don't know what the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm you is as a, as a parent you're supposed to guide them to yeah. do the right thing right yeah. and there are many ways to discipline a kid i personally think you should i've, I've said it before you should find out you should observe your kid mm-hmm. and what they respond to like what t- uh, method of correction they respond yeah. to the most mm-hmm. and you know figure it out for them now the problem is that what one of those methods could be beaten what if your kid your kid respond to joke slam like beating for me Primarily, what it does is instill fear, and I don't think you want your kids to be scared of you. Of course, you want to find the optimal way of, of correcting them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you kind of need to show them that you're not fucking around, because kids yeah. will test you. Of course, not. they want to know the limits of how much they how can much push they can you. Push you yeah. So, like for me, beating didn't really work for me. My yeah. for me, when when I was growing up, what worked was just 
you know, I'll call it like mind games. Like when they would just fuck with me, talk here. <laughs> just, it's like, I don't care enough to beat you. Yeah. Like, just fuck yeah. off. That one used to get that to kind me. Of thing, yeah. But not beating. When yeah. he beats me, I'll actually be angry. Like, yeah. let's go out and do it. I again. think for me, what actually worked for me was opening my eyes to reality. What does that what does that? Yeah, so, how do you mean? My mother would show me the consequences of doing something bad or wrong mm. without actually touching me. I mean, she beat me. But it got to a point where like, she would just obviously allow me to see the reality of what life could be if let's say I don't pass my exams or if I you know if I'm if I'm going to go and you know be doing hard drugs or something basically just just showed me the reality <laughs> of how life drugs. could be if I could fuck if I fuck my life up basically kind of so can you give us one story <laughs> don't worry but see the actually is- the only story I have I, I think I spoke about it last time on the pod mm-hmm. when I came second to the last <laughs> that was she was like this child this is my son oh my god I think that day she looked at me and I could see the disappointment in her eyes yeah. it was one of those things where it was like it was not, she, she couldn't start beating me there she knew that at that point it was like she was fed up yeah. in some sense which I don't know why because not if I still feel normally but, but she just in her, I could see in her eyes that she was just like <sighs> okay and then she just told me say see what do I want to do is your business. Honestly, as you know, I'm not rich. Your father is not rich. There's no money for you to inherit. If you end up not passing and you don't get a good job, you'll be broke and you'll be on the streets. And it's, obviously, I'm not saying it word for word, but there are a lot of things that she told me that day. Just mm-hmm. basically telling me that, see, if you like, what do you want to do? Now yourself, you did do. Yeah. We've, paid your, we've paid your school fees, we've done our, we've paid our dues. Whatever I want to do with your life, do with yeah, your business. life. And you know, from that day till I left school, so I left. That's I think I was like just student till I say SST. My mother never checked my result again. For real? I swear. She told me what did you did you do? Keep so you started pass? Oh, you were you were passing? Yeah, you started okay. passing. We thank God. They know the third person. I see. You know the third person. But, but the thing is, like, <coughs> teaching people with fear that that's that's primal, right? With everyone, like even animals. Yeah. Whatever is like fear is a lesson. Like mm-hmm. fear, they use fear to teach people. Yeah. For me personally, I think, I think. What was one thing that worked for me? I remember I used to. I, I wasn't good at math at yeah. first, in the beginning of my secondary mm-hmm. school days. But then there was one. I was actually good at geography. And I think I wasn't good at math because our class was too full. That time, four three, four three. We had like because everybody. Four three. Math without further math. Math without further math, right? In Cherryfield, that year, so we were like thirty something in that class, yeah. and the class so it was tight. And me, Oikwe, Obina, we could just did backseat. They laughed, they cracked joke. You get yeah. then them. You know, babes for fronts, not them they hear. And the, our master teacher at that time, Mr. Mr. Chin. Mm-hmm. Mr. Chin. That nigga did not care about anybody at all. Mm-hmm. If if you say he'll be he'll be he'll be talking and you say, Do you guys understand? Us at the back will say no, he'll say good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking around. He'll just say good and just keep going. Like he didn't actually care. Yeah. So I didn't actually give a shit about math because I didn't understand it. But geography, we only three doing geography in that class, mm-hmm. right? So I used to pay attention to geography class. So I was good at geography. Yeah. And the teacher at that time actually liked me. He was like, this guy's happy geography. You get so one day we're having a class with geography class and three me and the other there. So it was two girls and me. And then Mr. Chi entered the class. Mm-hmm. He now said, ah, there are only three students doing geography in this. And I was oh, the guys like, yeah, there's only three of us. He now looked at him and said, okay. That means I see only two students in this class. God damn it. And he walked out. So what me, the f- me, I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> because what the fuck is that? Uh, that's what? disrespectful. That's mad that's, disrespectful. That's wild, bro. Like, I was like, what? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody was just crazy. like, 
shock. <laughs> Even Mister, but why did he walk out? He just like he just came to. I mean, he just came to greet. Oh, you okay? It, it was, was not like it was his class, Mister Gabriel. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So Mister Gabriel just laughed it off. Ha ha ha. Me in my chest. My hands in pain. Where do you not people in class? Ramatu and fit. Ah, of course. Of course. So for me, that was I think that was the first time when my perspective on education like just changed. I, everything just changed yeah. for me, and you know, of course I did well for myself. I became one of the oh, so that that moment right there changed would, your mindset, I, and I would never forget it. Yes, interesting, so. and it's interesting because that was all, and it just took me like I, so. Maybe is it shame? Yeah. It, I, I feel like it's some, it yeah, it's something about when you feel ridiculed, like you feel like yeah. yourself that you feel worthless, and it's like this is not who I am. As, in, as young as you are, you can actually have that kind of yeah. switch in your head. Because yeah. at that point, I, I told myself when my mom told me and looked at me like that, I could see it in her eyes. And I was like, this is not who I am. I cannot be a disgrace. <laughs> you understand kind of thing? I cannot be ashamed. I cannot be ashamed. <laughs> you understand the kind of thing? So I, I fully get you. And I mean, going back on based on what you said, right? I feel like. The reason why fear is never a good tactic to train your child is because fear is very adaptable. People can adapt to fear and pain. You, yeah. Understand? Yeah. you can beat me, beat me today, and I'll be afraid of the pain to the point where like I don't feel the pain anymore and I'm not afraid of it anymore. And, and at the point change. where like I don't have that fear anymore, what else do you have? You what else do you have? And it can cause two things. Like it can instill one rebellion, <coughs> so you just go over the edge, exactly. or it can it can make you timid, right? Yeah. Like I always there's a very clear contrast. Like I've been in like you know a public restaurant here yeah. or something like, and you see a kid like a young white kid yeah. just insulting his mother, just being a nuisance, yeah. and the parent is so flustered, just begging that please behave yourself. He's like I'm like Omo, if you did Lagos, they go land you. In, and in Nigeria, I've seen the opposite where yeah. a kid is. Crying crying and making noise and being a public nuisance yeah. and people around are like say, madam if you know who to speak in at the approach is different yeah. because I've seen that like real life yeah. and obviously it's middle ground right because I'm it's like, like sorry but why but why it's for real now it's like and I'm like what the fuck like that's crazy it's not even your child and people are threatening yes, the child oh, because you did disturb me now and they try something it's like boss I've seen that shit no but you know in Nigeria it's like a community thing that's why that's why people see it that way now it's crazy Crazy. I guess. Nah, but for me, growing up, okay, so I think I had both both sides, right? When I was younger, like up until maybe just two, just three, I was a I am I was always a stubborn kid. Yeah. Good and fine. Yeah, still right? stubborn. I'm kind of still stubborn. <laughs> but prior to that, what works for me, and I can say looking back, was beating men. <laughs> because for me, if you tell me when I was younger, when I say just two and prior, when you tell me not to do something. If you are just telling me not to do it, mm-hmm. but, but I want to see why. <laughs> like, Fuck so I, I was, that was how <laughs> my mindset okay. was, right? Was so banker. when people talk to me <laughs> uh, or try to talk to me, it didn't work. But when you beat me, yeah. I don't want to feel that pain. Hence, mm. and that's correct. I'm doing it out of fear because yeah. I don't want to feel that pain. I yeah. wouldn't do it. But, did you ever but as I said, growing older, entering like um, senior secondary, yeah. The beating thing was not working well, anymore. Work. For me, I would rather you speak to me about it. Yeah. I think there was... I have this very mad story. So, Popsy never really beat me in my life. Like, maybe he has beaten me like three times in my whole life. Mm. He's the kind of person where he will... He wants you to face the consequences. He will talk to you. He will tell you not to do something. He will tell you why you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And if you do it and enter trouble, don't come and meet him. He's not going to help you. <laughs> do you understand? Like, you face it yourself. But there was this time... We're living in this block of flats, right? We're on like the highest floor, which is like the third or fourth floor. Yeah. Where was this? This was in Kaduna, right? 
and our neighbor's daughter, Ekaiti. What? <laughs> wow. Her name was Eka. That is a legendary ass name. Eka. Ashish, where is the story going? Wait, watch, 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 watch. This babe did something. I can't remember what she did. She did something very, that pissed me off. Anyway, we sure had bad blood. Like, you know, all this childish shit. And then she was coming back from school. I remember this day. I was already upstairs. And then she mentioned, I was on the balcony and then she saw me and she said something. And it just vexed me. Like, I got so angry. And then there was like this, like, you know, all these small gravel stones, right? And I just threw one downstairs and it hit her, right? It didn't like injure, injure her, right? But same usual way. She just started crying. Went to go and report Wait, to Popsy. How old were you at this time? I was maybe like 11. Yeah. Okay. It was just one or just two. So yeah, like 11, God 12. So she went to go and report. I think, I like, can't remember. She either reported, I think she reported to Popsy or Momsy in the house. Yeah, they saw her crying and then she she said why. Like your parents? Yeah. She's still yeah. Oh, more. <laughs> that was one of the three times that my Popsy beat me. And honestly, that day was the day I realized, yeah, you know this beating thing, like it didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't work. This it, bros. After that day, I, I my head like straight up, like. Hmm. But in general, in general, I think like, yeah, beating is not the way. Except, I think there are times for it. There's a place, like if someone is, if your kid is really, yeah. really, 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 really being a piece of shit, you can hitting but but it doesn't solve anything in the long run it does not it just instills fear and that's not a way you want to have a relationship with your kid or I just, build a relationship I, with I, your I, kid I, I see myself now and I'm like if I'm a, I, I mean we're all getting to that age where we just started raising that <laughs> that's last but it's like I'm seeing myself now and I'm like if I had a kid and they're doing something like let's say my child stone somebody <laughs> with something how do I I'm just I'm putting I'm trying to put myself in a yeah. situation right now. Like how do I actually react? Yeah, okay, you have to you have to you have to, you have to respect parents, man. You Imagine you just lose your eight-hour shift okay. and then you come back when you tell you that your child stole somebody. somebody. <laughs> it's at that point it's like it's a lot harder for you to rationalize the situation and be like, okay, what am I going to do? I mean and that on un, un, unfortunately, right, in that moment, that's where some parents can actually take it to take far. out their frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've already because it's no more just about the kid, it's about their whole day, all the other things that have yeah. happened to them. Yeah. Like you're just in a bad state of mind. Yeah. I mean, but how would you how would you approach this? Well, see, that's the thing, is right? We are, we are forgetting the factor of the fact. Um, <laughs> the factor of the fact. <laughs> Let's go. Forgetting, <laughs> forgetting the fact that yeah. we are in a country where hitting your child is illegal. Yeah, of course. So that is not Wait, sorry, sorry is, is it illegal? It's yeah, illegal. yeah, yeah. If, if they call um, what they call child, child services, services, child yeah, services, yeah, you're in trouble. It. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So how do you discipline your child? Exactly. Yeah, that's why parents that's say they do it. That's not even an option They'll for go us home. here. Unless you want to go back to Nigeria and raise your children. That's an option for you. But if you are here, you cannot hit your children. So what exactly are you going to do? <laughs> you have to get creative. So so let's let's put thought experiment. Thought you've come back from work. Maybe mm-hmm. that day you work like nine hours. It's mm-hmm. nine PM. Mm-hmm. You've come back and it's like that was a terrible day at work. Yeah. Client, maybe even lost maybe they, they, you lost that they lost that because of you yeah. god damn it right you come back you're vexed that you're tired it's <laughs> 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 in trouble you come back and you know you just hear that your child actually stole somebody's child <laughs> like you pick stone and stone somebody's child and the child is just there and they're looking at you they just fold in their hands sitting there what do you do um so Obviously, as you grow older, I think you, you have to find a way to manage your emotions. But, you know, you, only God knows how you react in that moment. 
I think one thing that works is depriving them of things that they find a lot of pleasure yep. in. Yeah. So you know, these days technology, the, the whites who call it, you're grounded. Yeah. But you know, like maybe you just see something. I don't think beating should be the, because beating should not be the first yeah. resort. Do you understand? It's like sees their iPad. I don't know. No ice cream for. 10 years. <laughs> these all sound so fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so guess you, what? So that's what they're connected to. No, but David, what will you do? That's the thing. For me, they actually didn't hit me as a kid, though. But, enough, but what will you do? What will I do? That's the question. That's the thing is, okay. I think what I'll do is, I think I will, it depends on the age of the child, first of all. So it's like 11, 12. 11. Yeah. At that point, you're second. So you have, you, you have a bit of reasoning ability. Mm-hmm. You understand? <laughs> so I can bring you in. And I feel like this might sound very, you know, odd or far-fetched, but I would actually speak to you about conflict resolve, right? I feel like I'll ask you, I'll try to find out exactly why you did what you did. Mm. Why did you feel like you, what, what emotion led you to actually stone that person? Is it resentment? Is it hate? Is it anger? We'll see how we can resolve it and we'll talk about it. I'll bring that up, the other child into, into, this, into this scenario. Should be crying. How, remember, that's you, just, you just for. lost your project. Of course, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, at that point, obviously this is me, now with a clear head right yeah. at that point obviously a lot of emotions but like Abel said as you get older you have to start to learn to obviously control your emotions not for your relationship not just for your relationship but with your but for your children as well right yeah. so at that point obviously you should be able to have a clear head and these are children which their yeah, children play play fight and all these kind of things like obviously you can bring them down and you know you talk to them about like what it is that they are what kind of emotions led to the actions that they did and what however way you want to you know approach it in terms of in terms of you know verbal communication i feel like that's how you should do it because for me for example i remember when i was in primary school i had this it wasn't a fight it was a bit of a squabble right with this mm-hmm. with this very one of my very close friends then jay right and my mom i think we had an argument and when i went when i when i was going back home that day, my mom picked me and she asked like she was just asking about school and i just told her oh that me and this guy first and i hate him those kind of things and then i think a few days after she was asking because I used to go to his house very often my mom asked me for other business I said no I'm not speaking to him again she, now, like, she was like what are you guys keeping malice I said I don't know what malice is but I don't. I hate him kind of guy kind of she now explained to me how like <laughs> I can imagine David dead she now explained to me like, with, with his big head, head. <laughs> she, now, she, now, she now explained to me like you know the the, the what's the word the dynamics of keeping malice with somebody and how it never really helps anything she asked me like have we have we actually tried to like talk about it it's so weird like saying it now i'm sure it's in your head is like how did that how did my mom have that kind of question with me when i was like what like seven or something or eight but, but it she, made sense she, it actually made sense how she spoke and that's one conversation i can never forget today how my mom actually taught me like the disadvantages of keeping malice with somebody especially someone that you consider as your friend so me i think i'll just approach it in a more verbal way but then again i don't get children so i like that i like what david's answer because it's like i think a hybrid of that works right you you tell them i didn't think about it first he said it but like you explain to them okay what were those emotions you felt that made you act that way because if you can teach a child at a young age start understanding his own emotions that's powerful then follow it up with there are consequences for your actions so i'm going to seize your ipad so you know it's both and you see how that and yeah. obviously this is just kumbaya shit exactly. they are children because also are, at that age right they are deviants <laughs> you were probably older and obviously you had some sense but some kids might not understand what emotions they are feeling yeah. like explaining the consequence parts right as yeah. he mentioned i think that's a great way to do it because you're showing them like oh if 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 you do this this is what happens right yeah. i am not the one involved this is <clears throat> it's a direct result of 
is a direct consequence of what you did. Exactly. But they might not be able to articulate, as he said, their emotions. He's, she said, um, your mom said malice. And you were like, I don't know, I just hate this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So yeah, that's that's probably a very good way to do it. It's a job yeah. now, yeah. I figured out how to explain to them. Yeah, I'm just thinking now, in a situation where like your child is a lot younger, let's say this is like a, a toddler-ish. A lot younger than you? Lo- no, a lot younger than... You can. Oh, like, okay, okay. 11, 11, three, four, five. Like a three, four, five-year-old. How would you approach that kind of situation? Oh boy. That one, can't. You can't beat that kid because that kid is not. And you can also explain to that kid. There was one I was listening to where he was like, you know, that one at that point, they just cry a lot. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of crying. And you just yeah. have to allow them to cry and know that their cry is not going to give them anything. Mm-hmm. That was one I was seeing someone. It's like, it's not because you are crying that I'll now come to your back and yeah. and start pitying you. And you know, kids have crocodile tears, right? Sometimes. Yes, now. I think in this case, what personally I would do is something similar to what Abel mentioned. You already know things they like and things they want, right? Yeah. Take some of those things from them. Like, just something very little like it could be a toy they really like right be like you don't get to play with this toy because you did this like don't do this like so you try to instill that by taking that so there's a consequence so they start getting used to the fact that oh if i do something bad i i lose something so they get that association in their head i'm just going to say that now that thinking of the kind of child i was as a kid that would never work for me Really? Yes. I'm trying to think of things that you take from me that I'll say, oh God. But see, we live in a very different time where it was us going out to play. For me, okay, good example. When I was growing up, one thing they used to use for me is you can't go out to play. Because I used yeah. to go out to play with like the neighbors, right? Yeah. And the kids around the house, like every evening or yeah. on weekends. And my mom would tell me, oh, maybe I fucked up during the week. I did yeah. something crazy. Yeah. No play time for you. You can't go out. If, if I want to go out, maybe she would say, oh, you, you can only go out for one hour. Oh, Afterwards, you have to come back. Perfect. And it, it used to work. That one did work because from my room that time get a window they would see where everybody they play yeah so you will see them Tears you will see them and you can't go out correct yeah when I see everybody playing yeah. on the road and I know that I can't and sometimes they be calling you Ashish follow how far come now come yeah. that means I'm like I can't because you know if you tell them say my mom no one let me go we had, we had, yeah, we had, we had very different childhoods then yeah no you know what they say like where some when straight out of the like straight out of the box kids are different they yeah. have different personalities no, I'm, just talking, I'm not talking about personality wise because for me, I'm just thinking, even they tell me to sit down at home. I, just, I, spent, I spent a lot of time at home. For real? Yeah. No and if I come out to go play, I usually play with myself on my record. I need to get children around my head. That's probably why it doesn't have that much of an effect. Yeah. Yeah. But if you were like super social as a probably, kid and probably, like yeah. you grow a lot of your this thing from yeah. playing with other kids, it yeah. will, I, that one is painful. Like, it's deeply painful. It's also interesting, like, okay, looking at because you as a guy and then your partner whether it's another guy or another babe yeah. you know the dynamics of like raising kids who can yeah. be different mm-hmm. so it's like that's another interesting conversation to have with your partner before you like even like have kids, have kids well, is right? there anyone here that their parents that like both your parents had like different approaches to discipline well I would say mine was kind of different so like mm-hmm. my mom so. used to <laughs> she used to hit me quite frequently right but not like like she's a slap like yeah. and she I'm always near her and every time I say something stupid or I do something stupid like she's <laughs> so fast she's like like I start, start going off I'm like don't stop doing this right yeah. I remember she used to have this remember those wooden fans like those the, uh, hand, fans. the hand fans yeah so next to her bed right she used to keep like two of them because sometimes you know say Nepal they take lights now so oh. she go just carry and fan herself nah, nah, in case of in case it's even that was the second that reason next to me. so anytime they fuck up and I did inside a room yeah. one more she would just reach out god damn it but, but that was red but like yeah she used to hit me more often than my dad my dad used to more or less just warn you and tell you things yeah. he did hit me as I said like two or three times in my whole life yeah. but that 
that was it. So yeah, he used to talk to me more like, oh, don't do this. You need to read your books to pass your exam. Otherwise, you know, you go to the streets. I think for me, both my parents were always on the same page. But it's just that my mom, like being a woman, naturally, she's more like, Soft. I don't want to call it kinder, but she's softer. Yeah. So it's like, if she ever felt like my dad was being too hard and too extreme, because damn, my dad used to get a kick out of like those Angonite sessions. <laughs> he would, he, like, he would tell us to like, he would tell you to, said, get the kick. to strip, like you would be wearing only like your boxers, That's right? what they did to those guys. And be doing your Angonite. So you can see the sweat. Sweat. You can see the sweat on every part of your He's sitting not so close to you, but close enough that like you see when your head goes above the line. And it was, I was like, is this guy is so sociopath? Well, like, how the fuck is he? Because he had like, like four boys. But, but, but you see the thing, Abel, look at you now. What? A young, respectable man. Don't you think all that... Fuck did? off, nigga. <laughs> 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 of course it did. Like, it like, parts now. It, it, it actually calms you down because yeah. boys are a handful to raise. Yeah, man. Boys. Yeah, you had four boys. Four Come boys, on like, now. You have to respect All of us are not like far, far, far. He had to be a tyrant. All of us are not like far in age. So it was it was a crazy time. But when he, whenever he would be taking it like... Because him, he has, he's a man. Like, he has some aggression in him, yeah. some temper. So my mom would come back. But she also had her own. Yeah. I remember a time when um, Joe used to annoy me that a lot. And I, I think I beat him <laughs> when my mom went out. And she told me to, like, look after my brothers, right? Then Joe knows how to, like, he knows how to, like, make, like, just overblow the thing as if I destroyed his life. <laughs> so my mom comes back and he just... He reached, he meets her before because me, I'm trying to go first so I can say he was doing this. He just went and he met her first and he sold her on the fact that I ruined his life. <laughs> my mom was chasing me around the house. Like you can you can loop the house like a, like yeah. a circle with broom. You know the Nigerian broom that they when they <laughs> tie together. She, like, I was like, I was running so fast. She told me and I ran away from the house. Yeah. Like I just went and stayed somewhere for like six hours. Then when I came back, she was no longer angry. But she had her own temper too. Yeah. I think she used to just like manage it. Like, because my dad's own sometimes used to be like crazy. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, last, last, like we said, like, you have to, it's the two, it's the two parents, right, that are raising the kid at the same yeah. time. You have to find, having that person that you're actually compatible with mm-hmm. that's going to help you raise these kids. But that's another interesting question, conversation, yeah. like compatibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how does that, I mean, Abel, now you be our sensei for years. Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, before we before we talk about compatibility as an idea, is like, do you do you think the partners have to have a consensus on the approach to discipline of the kids, or could they differ in their approaches and still work for the child? I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. It's of course, right? Definitely yeah. Ultimately, like you have to have that conversation. But it's like, I can't tell you how to discipline your child. Yeah, we just have to have that conversation, and we have to be on the same page because. You don't want to build that scenario where um, the kid knows the, the, good the guy, parent who is you know, one person is painted yeah. as the good guy, and that happens a lot. Yeah. And like it's to stay till and then the kid starts know, picking sides, picking sides yeah. until you. Till but I think that that adulthood. good cop bad cop dynamic is kind of important. Like it shouldn't be the same all through. Two of you, as you said, should discuss and be on the same page, right, mm-hmm. as to how to handle it. But even the good cop in the in the in the relationship should still know when to not be good and and, so, and, and discipline the kid because as you said the kid could run to you like oh mommy mommy daddy daddy's beating me come and help me right and a lot of times yes you might shelter that kid you might help the kid out but like there are times where you know you don't you'd be like no go face your fucking issues like this, yeah. this has nothing to do with me <laughs> also the good cop bad cop thing could also be a strategy as well because yeah. i like growing up like you can see where like 
if there's one parent that you know beats you a lot and there's another parent that like kind of like you know is a bit nicer right yeah. you kind of let's say you you fear one and you probably respect the other mm. you understand and when you fear somebody it's going to be hard for you to listen to what that person is trying to tell you mm-hmm. right i'm just using myself as, a, as an example now mm. like so i know there are a lot of times when like when my mom would beat me because my dad never really hit me so i know there are a lot of times when my mom would beat me and like whatever she was saying i did not care i did not care her reasons i did not care about anything i just cared yeah. about the fact that she was hitting me yeah. and it was only like when i speak to my dad and he would tell me okay this is why you were hit this is what happened this is what you did and i say okay i understand, yeah, I understand. Like, so like he won't paint her as a bad guy exactly. but he'll tell you why like he tell me why so Mad. i feel like it's a strategy where like so you respected him but exactly, you said her but it's that kind of thing right? mm. i feel like that good cop back up can be a strategy mm-hmm. where like okay maybe one of the, the parents has to take the fall and be the bad guy or it's it like, could it could switch i mean but, but i think i don't think it, i don't think it, it can work if it switches do you understand because i feel like if you know that these two people have the, the, the capability of hitting you right there's an it's, it's very easy for you to develop fear for both of them mm. yeah well you know that there's one particular one that with all the nonsense that you've done they've never hit you you kind of feel safe in that person's presence but that's 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 it's, a slippery slope it's a slippery slope yeah it's course. a slippery slope it's obviously a slippery slope. and that it happens to a lot of like very um you know people who are like privileged right yeah. where you know both parents don't see the need to beat kids so yeah. the kids just becomes a narcissist yeah. at a very young age and you know I'm going to do what the fuck, fuck I want, I want yeah. and you know but you on know the other hand right I think it also works so we have, we've been talking about discipline and when yeah. the kid does bad things yeah. right it, you also have to consider how you treat the kid when the kid does something great yeah. or, or, yeah. or how positive reinforcements yeah. right so again the same bad cop parents right yeah. could be the one who reinforces the most who gives you the most gifts who like yeah. come gives you hugs who does like that's the type of parent so, be. you know I'm on this it, raising kids it shit could, is complicated. It could support <laughs> each other both this ways. It's a full-on life. <laughs> and, and bro, you know the worst part is that you've never sponges. done this before. Everyone and, is a parent for the first time. And there's absolutely no rule. And there's no rule. And, and, and it's like every kid straight out the box is different. You yeah. have to figure it out. Try and In real time. And that's why like a lot of times you see that the first like the first child in um, a lot of people for experiments. experiments yeah. now. They always hey bro, you know like is that they are really good or they are really bad because their own experiments <laughs> yeah he's the first child to learn a lot of time and it's like yeah. first children always have a lot of trauma yeah like that's what one thing i've realized like there are a lot of things that you've and like like david said it can go because trauma is is a two is a top edged sword right mm. for some people you can have a traumatic event that changes your life yeah for the positive yeah. but for some people that traumatic event can change your life for the negative yeah. right yeah. so it's like i've seen situations where um, as a first child, you, you went through a lot of things, and your parents, because they were still young and they had energy. I mean, as the kids, as time went on and they got older, they didn't have the energy to do the same things again. Yeah. So the, the children that followed, yeah. they had an easy ride. Yeah, but you, you don't have these things in your heart yeah. for like your parents, right? Yeah. And it's like, is is having kids? You really have to. I don't know. First of all, not everybody's supposed to have kids. That's the thing that we need to. That's the most important thing. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people do not realize it that it's not everybody. It's not a rule like, book that just okay, <laughs> get married and then bunch of children. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one thing that annoys me a lot because I speak. I've, I've spoken to a lot of people. I, I think we are the age now where a lot of people are obviously you know thinking about getting married, obviously to eventually have kids and stuff like that, right? And I speak to those people and I'm like, okay, so like. What are your reasons for wanting to get married or wanting to have children, right? And most of people, most people don't actually know the reasons why they want these things. Because society just, says in their head is just okay. That is like that is the that is the journey of life. Mm-hmm. That is the journey of life that I've seen. That's the journey of life that I know. You go to school. I mean, you are born. You go to school. You get your job. You get your house. You get married. You yeah, have your, your children. Kids. You have your family. Yeah. 
and it's like that particular dynamic of life doesn't work for everybody of course it's not everybody that is equipped to actually raise another human being you understand i feel like some, some of us will get to the point where even at the age of 40 50 we still have a lot of learning, learning to do, to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so what, what do you guys think about like you know this 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 is a serious thing and everybody's like you know at that age you're dating you're meeting yeah. people like the idea of compatibility mm-hmm. right like with your with your partner or whoever you're potentially going to 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 build a life with because yeah. some people have a checklist in their head mm-hmm. that like you have to tick all these boxes and like we are meant for each other yeah. and maybe it's like a Hollywood effect it's like do you think you must be 100% compatible with somebody before you get with them or do you think compatibility is the process of like you know walking like you like them enough that they are what it that you guys find the middle ground and can live but through you see, life like you, like you said like you like them enough you have yeah. to like something about them of course so yeah. for me I think I think the, there's a there's there are some things that are non-negotiables. Hmm. Right. But non-negotiable, like you can't bend those like, things. The truth is, if if I can't even listen to what mm-hmm. you're saying because your talk, the good, this, if you understand what I'm saying, like there are some people that there are so there are just some things that have to be there. So okay, there are two sides to being compatible with someone. There's the physical and then the spiritual. When we say spiritual, I don't mean like we just mean like emotional, your mental, yeah. your, your, your emotional, yeah. your values, all those things, right? Yeah. Those are the things that are they are not physical. Everything mm-hmm. that is not physical, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the physical side. So physically, right? Like we said, everybody, it's not even like and that's one thing i've even i've realized these days like when i say physical i mean like the language like 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 oh your my, love language oh my, oh my. no because i well, realized I that I've, you. <laughs> now i've realized like the way somebody's built mm. right I've noticed, I, you know, I recently realized that I thought I had a type, but my type is actually changing. Mm-hmm. That's what I've realized. And it's like, I, I thought that like, okay, this particular, a babe that was built like this, mm. that, that was my type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've realized that maybe because of the person, and it's like, if you actually get emotional investment in a real person, your type can start to change. change yeah. You get, so it's not even about how the person is built. It's just our physical co- connection. You know, yeah. there's, there's physical connection. Yeah. I don't want, I don't know the lingo. <laughs> yeah. But you get what I'm saying? And then there's the mental side. So what I'm trying to say is that we, you just need to have these two. The mental side, I like people that are, fuck. But I'm, int- I'm, I'm, what? I'm You're a sapiosexual. I talk your shit. Yes, bro. I'm interested. I like, I want you to be curious about life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like whatever mental. is, whatever interests you, there should be something that interests you, that you, that excites you. Yes. So when I know that if this topic comes up, you're like your, your, your eyes light yeah, up, okay. that is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just those two things and anything else is like, can, can work, get, like, you guys can, can work around. Compromise, you compromise get, but that. there are some two things that have to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that's place. the same for everybody. Yeah, that's what me I feel. It's like yeah. there are some things that you actually cannot just do. If not, you'll be unhappy. You also you definitely need to have red flags. Like no, maybe red flag is the wrong word, but um, things that you know are non-negotiable, as you said. Let so me, answer your can question. Can I challenge you guys both that? on the yeah. idea of non-negotiability? Right. Mm-hmm. Like the analogy I actually use, like I I think as human beings we are like water. Mm-hmm. Of course. Like you're very malleable, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I understand what you guys mean that like obviously don't compromise on something that you don't agree with and you just go with it because I want to be compatible, right? I get that, but it's like, you know, I don't feel like it's personal opinion productive to like hold an idea so like rigidly that is non-negotiable. Do you understand? You know how I would answer that? For because me, I feel like you're constantly growing, learning. You are. Finding, learning about other people and the way they balance see life. It's a balance, right? right? Good and fine. Like for me, I have things that quote-unquote I say are red flags, right? Of course. Yeah. But you, if you take a step back and zoom out and look at the whole situation, like this relationship with this person, say you make a simple thing as a pro and con table, right? Yeah. And put what are the pros of this person? What are the things, personality traits, uh, the physical traits, whatever that I like about this person? What are the pros, the things I don't like? And obviously your red flags might fall on that side, right? Which one makes more sense? And can you compromise the cons because of the pros, right? So yes, you have red flags, but sometimes you might overlook them just because this person has so many other things you want. And for me, I, I, I think that's a good point also, but it's like, for me, it's like, and I think this is another thing that's important before you even think of being compatible with anybody is to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, right? yeah. it's very like, important. You have to know who you are. 100%. Because yeah. when you get to a self of uh, uh, what a particular state of self and is, you just know that there are some things that will not just work. It won't just, like, mm-hmm. you can try your hardest and you've probably even tried before. Yeah. Like, and we're having that conversation before, you were saying something about you not being such a... Um, a social media person or something like that. Yeah, like, you shit, you're just yeah. uncomfortable. Like, why why am I putting myself in an, a very, very uncomfortable situation for this? Do you understand? Yeah. And that's because you know who you are. Yeah. Do you understand? So it's like, just going back to what you're saying, it's not like as if it's non-negotiable, but you just know yourself. Mm-hmm. You get... That's what me, I think, Chad. Me, Sorry, can I say one more thing? Sure. Of Answering your question directly, um, I don't... I think compatibility is a choice. Like... Choosing to love. I think love is also a choice. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I also don't believe in a soulmate or like there's one person that's out there that's bullshit. that is meant like, for me. That is not true. Bullshit. Like, that's not true. you meet people, everybody is different. Everybody has different characteristics. And I know, me too, I have, I bring my own problems. You bring your own problems. Everyone is different, right? But can you, as I said, go back to that table of pros and cons, right? Are you willing to mm-hmm. overlook those cons. It's a choice yeah. whether you're willing to do that and love this person I don't person even think about it as, like, person. I hear what you're saying but I don't even think about it as overlooking, right? Because that whole, like you watch a two-hour movie yeah. that is just like a script that has been stitched perfectly together. There's too much nuance and variation in life for somebody to be perfect for you and you of guys course. are just never going to have like friction or differences. It doesn't That's make impossible. sense to me because yeah. For me, when I see the things that I look at as flaws in somebody, what I'm more interested in is understanding why they see the world that way. Exactly. Why that's their approach. What I can yeah. learn from that. And also, because if you have somebody that is that open, it's just all about openness. Then you understand each other and it's no longer friction again. It's still, it's still like, I don't do that. You don't do this. Like, let's use social media. One person is an introvert, one person is an extrovert. I don't see why you can't be together if you of both course. understand why you are that way. Yeah. But ir- like, in spite of that, you still find a way. Like the person, like yeah. you guys can still and it's be like, together. And, and that's what you said, it's about openness. Yeah. Right? And there are actually people, and I've actually met someone like that before that, wasn't open. Mm. Do you understand? It's like, it's like, and I could tell that, okay, this person is, is, is at this stage where they, it's like they don't, they don't, because there's one thing about 
knowing who you like being aware of yourself when you're alone but then being aware of yourself when you're with someone else yeah. there are two very dif- different things do you understand it's I agree like, yeah because it's like I, you you can know who you are on your own completely but when somebody else has entered that your chat, space, yeah like you, the whole dynamic changes mm-hmm. so it's like like you said and you have to be willing to to open you yeah. have to be that kind of person that's willing to open while yourself. while simultaneously because, making sure that your boundaries are not crossed exactly. and you're not beginning to do things that don't sit well with your spirit exactly. yeah because there are some people that they may be they may not be open but then they are with somebody that likes to to pry yeah so that works for them because this person can just be prying and be asked and you know they're always like okay what's this, what's this and then you like that because then you start to open up right yeah. but then there are some people that they are not like that they don't like to pry you see it has to be a give and go yeah. do you understand so it's like it's all about knowing yourself and knowing how you are with somebody else and i think that second one is interesting because it actually takes quote-unquote practice it's hard mm-hmm. yeah I don't want to use the word practice, but it's something that you actually, if you don't try it, you will not know. Facts. You yeah. will actually not know. But David, you've been quiet. You've been quiet, yeah. What do you oh, think I'm about <laughs> compatibility? I, like, I think for me, I usually just go based off of how I feel. I think I usually focus a lot on how I feel. I try not to rationalize relationships and people. Yeah. Obviously, I, I have my I have things that I like and things that I don't like right but a lot of times i try to ask myself why is it that i like what i like and why is it that i dislike what i do not like that kind yeah. of thing, right it's like a situation where like i see somebody i'm like okay normally for ex- I, I can't give an example but now i see something in, in, in a girl that okay normally i wouldn't like this or normally i, I say oh, I, I don't want a man that does this or does this or does stuff like this right but then in a situation where i'm with hannah she does that thing it's like how does how does that actually make me feel? Mm. Like I try to focus on how it makes me feel in, in, in relation to who she is rather than what's my prejudice towards that thing in, in the first place. So a lot mm. of times I always like, I just, I think I always just focus on how that person makes me feel. Yeah. Regardless of whatever f- facts they are about her in terms of who she is or what she does and mm. all those kind of things. But I, ultimately, like what Abel said, it's like something that I always keep in my head that no matter whatever it is that I'm trying to compromise or I'm trying to, say okay i like you i like you enough to to let go of all of all these things i make sure that i never i never um compromise yourself compromise my boundaries yeah, and, of course you know, and my values of course and that's obviously where getting to know yourself is because i feel like i've got to the point where i i know exactly the kind of things that i stand for you know the kind of values that i have mm. but i also know like areas in my life where i have wiggle room for example my level of introvertedness you understand mm. i know that i'm a lot of times i like to you know be to myself and i like to just relax and i like to chill but mm. On one hand, I like a woman who would want to chill as well, mm-hmm. but I also like a woman who would want to push me and take mm-hmm. me out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You understand? So in that kind of situation, I cannot say I want this or I want yep. that. It's just exactly. based off of how that person makes me feel in that moment. You understand? Yeah. Because there's sometimes that someone can want to, you know, someone can be an extrovert, but it can be annoying. Exactly. You understand? But it's, there's sometimes where it's like, it's, it's inspiring. It's inspiring. You understand that kind of thing? And it's like, going back to what April said, it's like, where you're like, okay, you don't want to hold something too strong yeah. right it's like this is a non invisible but me for example right it's like I'm not the kind of person that I would just be talking I'm mm. actually a quiet person yeah. I, I know that I have I, I would say I'm, I'm an ambivalent but I think I'm leaning towards the introverted side of it but I try to I try to move around yeah. I I cannot I don't I don't know if I mean, I mean it based on past record it has not worked where I can be with somebody that's also very 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 quiet 
Yeah, it yeah. won't work. It just won't work. It That's what I'm trying to tell you about yeah. some things that just can't work. Mm-hmm. It just can't. Because yeah. this is the kind of person, and I'm not going to force myself to be talking and talking. I will Absolutely. be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get so it's like that kind of thing. Now you know that if you're someone that's very very introverted, you actually want somebody that is talking and is yeah, yeah. You get, and at the same time. I cannot also deal with someone that has too, too, too far. <laughs> of course, yeah. Both sides, yeah. Of course, you will like, of course. I beg now, nah, you don't do, you don't do. I just think, I think no. in, in general, right, that some some level of, if one thing that you don't want to be in life, in my opinion, like just in general, anything in your career, in your life is stagnant. Yeah, of course. So, maybe we shouldn't always read a level of discomfort in relationships as a bad thing. No, 100%. It's could be a, it could be a sign of growth. You are learning something new and somebody is challenging you as a yeah. human being, right? Yeah. So it's like, obviously, too much discomfort is bad because yeah. it now becomes unhealthy, right? But it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, whenever I'm on Twitter these days and I'm just reading, like, I'm just getting the vibe of, you know, Twitter is very raw and people are just, yeah. it's like, nobody has patience anymore to just, like, remove yourself from the situation and observe and learn some things like if, if you feel discomfort if it's not working if it's somebody I'm gone you know mm. fuck off onto the next one because you are, you are in a pool of billions of options mm. and I don't think that's healthy personally you know but you know that can also create a slippery slope in a sense where like where do you now draw the line in terms of okay you meet somebody how do you actually let yourself know that okay this is not working like what are the things that can actually make you realize that this is not that's, that's, that's I, for me point, yeah. the one good one is communication if i can't communicate with you well mm-hmm. it can't work mm-hmm. it can't because for me that is the foundation yeah. of any relationship whether yeah. it's you and your father yeah. you and your friend yeah. you and your lover mm-hmm. it's communication mm-hmm. if i'm talking to you and maybe we talk this time and it's like we are butting heads and it's yeah. difficult. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. We talk again and it's like, okay, I'll ask you about this when you say, oh, I don't want to talk about this. Okay, yeah. though, this one is tight. The conversation seems it's, like, there's so much yeah. friction. Now, we're now off. Yeah. Yeah. We talk again another time. <laughs> it's tight. At that point, sorry. What if you guys have good communication, but you just realize that you don't really necessarily enjoy your time with her? Oh, and that's, 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 that's a big that's flag. The same and that's on you to be super in, honest. Of yeah. course. Like, yeah. If I'm enjoying communicating with you, I'm enjoying my time. Because mm-hmm. no, no, no. if uh, this, uh, there's no thing having clear communication, I actually enjoying communication. You understand what I mean? So you no, enjoy just what, being with the person, or like presence, you, like with the person. Because based off of what we've said now, right? Like, yeah, when you meet somebody, mm-hmm. you understand. You guys get to start talking. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so some, sometimes, like when you have one conversation with somebody, you kind of know, okay, this might go, this might work, or this might not work out. Mm-hmm. But there's lot of times that you're, you're obviously not, you're not sure. You mm-hmm. understand? If you are now saying, okay, let's go based off of, okay, let's, let's, you know, let's learn. Let me, let me, let me be uncomfortable with, I mean, let me be comfortable with being uncomfortable, that kind of thing. Or let mm-hmm. me, you know, use this opportunity to get out of my shell or to learn a bit. Like, yeah. at what point would that uncomfortability read as, okay, this is not working out? I think it's intuitive. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you just, can, you can tell. Like, you, you know when things are not going as It's just should. how I, and I if it's this when analogy, you don't feel yeah. right. If I see, I, I see that, okay, maybe we've been, We've been like you said i'm i'm out of my comfort zone and you know i'm trying yeah i'm trying right and it's like it gets to a point where i've been trying and trying and i see your name coming up on my phone and i'm like which can't you <laughs> from that point for me yeah I, I think about it like you don't off the sorry. same way you will know when a job 
you have uh, this job is you, you I can't do it anymore. The yeah. level of discomfort you will feel. Mm-hmm. It's like you have done all the rationalizations and exactly. trying to make it work. It's the same way you will know when yeah. it's time to let it go. Not because you're a bad person, but because it's now at your own to your own detriment. And it's if like, you, if and you it's get like, what I mean. And that's what I was going back to the point where I was like, okay, there's a physical kind of communication and there's the mental. Because there's that's the reason why something called friends benefits exists. <laughs> because there are some people that physically when we're in the same space physically and we're just sitting like it's just yeah, it's a vibe know, it's a vibe yeah. do you understand because that's a lingo there's a you know if they communicate <laughs> do you understand <laughs> <laughs> See, for example but, like I mean like I've been in situations where like um, you know you meet somebody obviously the physical attraction is there and um, you guys can obviously their pros and their cons to the person you understand like you see you see that okay this person does some things that don't really sit well with my spirit but it's not something that I cannot live without kind of thing mm-hmm. right yeah. and then okay so all of that is out of the window now and it's like okay based off of you guys like your communication and like you know just spending time together and seeing how you feel right and then sometimes we're like I'm with the person and it's it feels good you understand it feels yeah. nice it feels enjoyable you understand and then sometimes we're like I'm with the person and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not really feeling it you understand yeah. maybe I'm, I'm, I'm bored or I'm just like energy that the person is giving is not the kind of energy that I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for yeah. right but also during those times I start to give excuses for myself like okay maybe I'm just tired or I've just been busy or yeah. I have so many things on my mind maybe you understand so at what point now would you now see because if this thing has been going on and on and there sometimes it feels good sometimes it feels bad sometimes it feels good sometimes it feels bad at what point do you now say okay this is not working out so uh, maybe I think that's an interesting one and one thing I was trying to think of sometimes it might just be convenience Mm. that's one thing I've realized like there are some times where it's not really about the person mm. right it's just, it's just about, the about the situation yeah that okay ah, you would like a nice vibe and the person is chill yeah. you know it's like it's not really about them it's not like okay, this is this vibe that mm-hmm. I, I, ask, I think that's I think that's one way yeah I, I hear your question but let me ask you is like do you ever think it's because it's no longer novel Everything's very is always everything is euphoric when it's wait it's wait like new. novelty is no Basically, longer new. Okay. Like it's because not you, fresh. You, I, you, I picked up with what you said, bored. Yeah, yeah. If you if you if you decide to make the decision that you're going to pick a life partner, yeah. then you have to understand that they will be bored. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. It's not not that deep. Yet. That's not. That's it's not that deep. I'm trying to challenge boredom. Exactly. Right. What I'm trying to explain to you is like you know when you first meet somebody, mm-hmm. you understand? And like, because I've had talking stages. You understand? We've all had talking stage. Like, it's a weird <laughs> honeymoon phase. Yes, the honeymoon phase. You know that beginning time when you first meet somebody and it's exa- phone call every day, texting, you know? It's just, you're, you're curious. You understand? Yeah, uh-huh. There's a lot of things you're trying to get to know about that person and it's just, it's, it's the, the energy is just there. You understand? And this kind of, this, what I'm, the situation I'm actually talking about now is a situation where like, it's sometimes you feel that euphoria of, it's like, it's like a drug. Yeah. But then, other times it's like, meh. You know, but then another time comes again and you feel that euphoria again. So it's not this one is not a, a graph of okay, you're going up with the euphoria and then you eventually just come down and you keep going. It's a situation where like you go up with it's euphoria, up. some days you come down there, and other days you go up with euphoria again and you come down again. Do you understand? Hmm. I feel like in that kind of situation now, that can what Odus actually said might be right, where it's not actually about the person, but it's the situation and the convenience of it. You yeah. understand? Sometimes it's like maybe that's going up and down, it's actually your own personal emotions. You understand? Where it's yeah. like some days you feel good, and yeah. no matter who the person is, as long as it's company, you feel good about exactly. what's about company. And some days you feel bad, you're it's tired, like, yeah. you're stressed, and whoever it is that's with you at that time, 
is going to stress you out or exactly. just make you feel tired that kind of thing maybe mm-hmm. i'm just maybe i'm just rational yeah no i agree like because i think odudu's point is in summary is basically saying that there should be like you should also challenge it on the personal level yeah. like what what how i'm how how much of a role do i have to play in how i'm feeling right exactly. now like try yeah. and remove yeah. the person from it because it in the end it's two of you exactly. like giving and taking exactly. right for me like i just think because that graph you just drew yeah. you can apply that graph to life of course yeah. it's of like course. just life of course. in itself no, but, right? what do you think about that graph mm-hmm. if it's good yeah. even if it's going up down up down the overall trend is going up, up. up. Yeah. absolutely like, yes like that's true Ex- exactly yeah. <laughs> and I think the reason why I brought that scenario up now is because of what you guys were saying about like how it's, it, you should be comfortable with being uncomfortable and realize that it's a certain level it's a, it's a, it's some it's growth in it quote could unquote, be exactly. it, could it could be, be, could be yeah. and my question is I'm asking now if the graph is going up and down like that at what point right do you now see that okay I've given my I've, I've put myself out there I've, I've you know I've tried my best I've I've come out of my comfort zone but I still don't really feel any progress yeah. I feel like that's, say, okay, that is when this is the not graph in general using it's, that graph analogy is consistently down or straight and it's not down or okay straight. or straight and yeah. not going up right yeah. one two is probably also when you start to realize oh with this person we are butting heads a lot more often than I think we should yeah. mm-hmm. which is not a good thing right yeah. those are just little little signs maybe also you enjoy spending time you enjoy your time with this person less yeah. less often than you used to yeah. so like it might not be one straight out fact right yeah. or one event that might make you yeah. it could be also but yeah. most times it's not that makes you understand that oh I don't think this is working but it's like a bunch of little things that build up yeah. and, and those are like just examples of things that could be one of them I also think is communication right because um, you have to watch what the communication is like if you are still interested in somebody you can always gauge the effort it's like whenever if you are doing something you love if you're an artist whatever there's a certain passion that you put into it that somebody else can see mm-hmm. that's what you see from somebody who is still invested yeah. in making this shit work mm-hmm. yeah. and if you are still invested that energy will be yep. there there will still be it to be so it's like this thing is not working i'm trying so hard mm-hmm. to make it work both ways right well when it begins to like on both Slow sides down. it's just yeah. you yeah. know that you know it has come to its logical it's logical conclusion and end. Now I said this, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, and sometimes it's one-sided, where exactly. it's one person's energy that just you know they can't do it anymore. Uh, for me, me, I, I just know that like, like we said, it's just and it's a good thing because you're being you're aware of, of of how over time, like you're, <laughs> you're aware of how the thing is making you feel mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it's like you just have to be aware of yourself, man. That's the first thing, and also be aware of how you are with someone else. Someone else, because. Okay. Things start to become very clear because they're because I, I mean I've there's been there's been this situation before where I knew that okay this person is not very aware of themselves mm-hmm. when they're with someone else like they know who they are yeah but they're not very aware of themselves when they're with someone else because if if someone else is in your space you have to be able to communicate you have to be able to communicate mm-hmm. right if you are interested and but the thing is that some people. They might actually be interested, but they don't know how to express it because now there's somebody else in that space. Mm-hmm. They can know when they are alone. I, I, I might be speaking; it might not be very, very clear what I'm trying to say. But when they are in their, when when they are alone with themselves, like everything is clear. Yeah. You understand yourself, right? Because it's only yeah. Do you get? 
but you don't you're not now aware enough to understand okay this there's somebody else in this mix in your space now so it's like there are things that you need to say clearly or express (coughs) Express, clearly or you know so it's like at the end of the day man I I, I honestly think that kind of thing comes with experience I think that I I feel like and that's another interesting question I would like to, 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 to ask I mean most of the times when people you can actually meet someone once and it clicks mm-hmm. right but do you think that dating multiple like actually dating mm-hmm. would you prefer to okay, what I'm saying is, would you prefer to be with someone that has actually dated a few times that has experience that has experience 100% or not for me yes <laughs> on one hand yes right that's the that's the easy answer <laughs> oh I wear well, the other hand of because, course because it makes it easy for you <laughs> what's but the other hand <laughs> the other hand is who dates people who have no experience who dates the people who have no experience? Yeah, there are going to be people who have zero experience, like yeah. in anything. And so, what are they just out of the group chat? <laughs> no, they're not. I think I think there are a lot of there are a lot of life lessons that you can apply to relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Which basically means that you don't necessarily have to have experience with relationships to know how to handle a relationship. True. You probably just yeah. need to have proper experience with life. That's so. Fast. That one it just depends on the kind of person the person is. Yeah, it doesn't 100%. matter because there are people that have been in a lot of relationships and, and they still don't know no shit because, because they, they have not taken the time to. Because have you seen those people where I'm not going to call any names, but it's like <laughs> it's marathon boyfriend bro, season. Bro, and there was, this, there was this in my school. This is, she could not be alone. <laughs> It's somebody like, must she must be dating somebody, somebody. That's, somebody. That's, that's one of the reasons that's one of the things we spoke about earlier when it's like what exactly is the reasons why people get into relationships you understand like so there's so people that to get into a relationship right and then they get to a point where it's like okay they're not feeling it anymore and they go out and then they find somebody they find attractive talk 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 oh I like you I'm convenient I'm convenient maybe you, you I, 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 I just don't feel like being alone I don't feel like being alone I get a relationship there are a lot of people like that yeah. and there are people like that that will, at this rate they rack up like 10 boyfriends or or girlfriends, you understand? <laughs> and they've been in so much a lot of relationships and yet they, they don't know anything about yep. relationships because and anything about themselves. Exactly because they get into these relationships and when they come out, they actually don't sit down and think, okay, what was the reason why this relationship didn't yeah, work exactly. out? What 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 part did I have to play in this relationship? Just blame your a lot of people just say, yeah. okay, that's my that's my toxic ex. That my ex way do this, do that, do this, do that. And it's like, bro, that's a huge red flag, of course. Like huge red flag. A lot of times, like if I'm personally for me, if I'm speaking to a girl, right, and I and I'm talking, and we obviously we just have conversations about like past relationships and stuff, and there's just a constant narrative. Like all all her exes have a constant narrative. They have like yeah, they are almost the same person, kind of thing. I just need to say peace. I it go be it go be brush. Adios. Because they cannot be bad. Like that's not realistic. I mean, they can't be checked, bad. Have you checked yourself? They can't be bad, but they. But they mention to... your own part. Exactly. exactly. Right? Don't always blame the person. Like because that's when you know there's a problem. Because when they say when, when people say something like. They, believe what they are saying. Yeah. If you cannot even open the mouth and say, oh, I played a role in yeah. this, I've learned, then that means you really still believe that they are all... Exactly. And unless, unless obviously there are cases like with things like assault, right? Now, that yeah. one, there's no what no, part of course, yeah. and that kind of thing. Now, of that's course. a different case. But if it's a situation where, like you say, well, the relationship just fizzled out or people were not putting yeah. effort or this kind of things or this was like that, then come on. Come okay. on. It's mad, but I think if, if as, a, as, an, as an adult... If you date someone, and, and this is something I personally believe, I don't know if any, you guys agree with me, but ultimately, I mean, ultimately, you can only experience someone else from yourself. 
it's about you. When I say it's about you, I don't mean that in a selfish way. It's not about you, but you, if, if if you date somebody and it doesn't work out and you come out, you should have learned some things about yourself. Yeah, yeah of course. It's very, yeah. very important because it's like you can only experience somebody else from you. It's all happening in your head, in your mind, in mm-hmm. your eyes, in your yeah. hand. Like it's all there. So it's like you have to you yeah. have to learn about yourself. Yeah. And it's like you like like what you guys said. You see something that immediately one boyfriend ends or one girlfriend ends. Next one. Next one. You can't get another one. Fuck out. <laughs> 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 you need to rest. <laughs> no, the, the examples I have of that, that they're all, they're all yes. And yeah. it's not an attack. Where yeah. it's like, the, I know this particular girl. It's like, there has to be. She has to yeah. be. And it's not like talking. Yeah. There has to be someone that she's dating. Yeah. Like, this is my boyfriend. So people are just not comfortable being alone. And that is a problem. For me, that so is a just major, not being alone. major I don't like that, yeah. Of course. Major and, but the thing is, because I love being alone. You say... <laughs> so you say okay it's a red flag but that kind of thing is like it's very hard to know when you start to speak to somebody that this person is uncomfortable being alone because sometimes those people are not very clingy yeah you true. understand it's not like you see they just want to be around you all the time it's just they just want to they some people crave intimacy yeah you understand and some people because they crave intimacy they try, they always try to paint a form of false intimacy with anybody that's convenient around true, them. True, true, true. and this one is a personal example that kind of thing right i, I I've, I've 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 seen somebody where she, I know that she's basically just trying to paint some sort of false intimacy because that is what she craves. Yeah, and, true. And she, she at that point it's like whatever or whoever is convenient in her life at that time she's like okay, um you know. Yeah. And a lot of times people use that situation to de- deceive them, deceive themselves. Of course. Yeah, I mean, okay, if you build anything on a shaky foundation that's not solid, no, and, uh, it will yeah, crumble. There are some situations where like, uh, and this has this is also. I, seen this before where i know you don't actually know me like that right but i take a few of your boxes mm. and that, that one pisses that me off that one is crazy that, ah. no, that one's crazy you're, you're, my, you're, my, you're my king ah. you're my king i'm like I, nigga i met you last week as as how am i your king do you know do you get do you fucking my get are weak. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, no, that one pisses me off oh. that one pisses and it's like Bro. it's annoying when you see that they actually try to mold themselves into a narrative of somebody that they think you will like. like do you understand it's like i know you do not you're not interested in this thing but it's like oh this person it is this he's oh, that he's that, this, this he's oh that. God, you're so, uh, and i like you i want to be with you and then you know that you are not necessarily interested in the camera. We go in. Calm down. We go uh, in and then you try to you try to always like see I, I don't want to because there are three things that I will say that we will you know cast. We cast. So I'm just going to be I'm just going to keep my I'm going to keep quiet. I'm just going to stay in the corner. But <laughs> no, but for me that's the worst one. Yeah. I because I, I like me, I, you you know when somebody has now started seeing you. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's like when somebody really sees it's me. so refreshing it's so refreshing and it's like because oh for me i'm i'm, I'm I, I know that like this i'm not going to let everyone see me mm-hmm. do you understand yeah. like it, it, i have to be it, we have to get to a level i have to become more comfortable yeah. before i start showing you myself yeah. right and it's like i know that you've not seen me you don't know who i am i already tell you're saying all these things so, come on baby it's girl. like it's like i like i like what you just said but like is that a good or a bad thing when from from both parts everybody is not coming as themselves in the beginning? It's not like as if I'm not coming as myself, mm. right? But there's okay, there's like now, there's, like for example, if if we're at a party, mm-hmm. the, the party, 
here now and everybody's just around and it's like I'm not the kind of person and everybody's interacting with each other yeah. right I'm not the kind you cannot know me in a circle with people it's not possible F- fair it's not yeah. possible mm-hmm. like I mean whatever you're going to see of me is very very is something you yeah, can see from anybody in this world yeah. surface yeah it's nothing do you understand so it's like of and there are some people that are the opposite you know them you know their spirits not really some people there are people that like I mean, and this is not just babe, like even some guys that you see in a party and yeah. you see the way they are behaving, but when you get to know them personally, you know that this is this is them. Yeah, but what I'm, yeah, what, what I'm trying to say is that in as much as you can have an idea of the kind of person they are, right? Ultimately with everybody, this is why I believe. No, 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 hundred percent. Right? Like, and this you, is not this is not me prejudging or saying no, no, this yeah, is what they yeah, are. You get but yeah, it's yeah. like it's like how do I say it? It's like um I don't know how to describe it, but just going back to my own it's not like I said, I'm not coming as myself, but it's just I'm 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 a closed door person. But I think what I'm trying to explain to you, mm-hmm. right? Sorry, is that in that situation you are not coming different from who you are. Exactly. Yeah. That quiet closed off person, that's the vibe you are giving off. It doesn't necessarily mean that that is not who you are. Exactly. It just exactly. means that this that's is not all a, of this, you. this is this is a cover. Uh, what's the word? I would say a cover. Exactly. Like it's a pre. Preview like of who you are yeah, exactly. before you get to know me. Thumbnail, yeah, exactly. that is, that is literally for everybody. The it's onion like, example is perfect, actually. It's like onions. Because exactly. yes, and there are like, layers to it. And it's like there are now people that you meet that are because of what they've just that surface that they've seen, they're interested to peel exactly. the onions. Exactly. Right? And it's like when somebody starts and it's, it's me that will open up. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it's like when somebody has now begin, begun to see the, 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 the layers of the onion yeah. on the inside, mm-hmm. everybody, two of us, we it's, know. And, see, and, and the thing is, is that preview? Is that preview that sparks the interest? Exactly. You understand? Yeah. But the problem is when people jump from that initial spark of interest to say, "Oh, I like you," and because I'm, it's okay to be interested in me from what you see. Obviously, the physical and the little bit of the of the you know psychological, right? Yeah. It's okay to be interested in what you see and be open to exploring and getting to know me more. Yeah. Exactly. That's what talking is. Exactly. Is. Exactly. Yes. That's what this share quote I read yeah, that yeah. stuck with me and was interesting um, about this whole you know compatibility thing we've been talking about, and it was interesting. I think everyone should think about it because I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. and it said compatibility is not a precondition for love; mm-hmm. it is the achievement of love. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be with somebody, like I guess the spirit of the statement is that like you're not just going to meet them and they are already your ideal yeah. in your mm-hmm. mind. It is it become being compatible with somebody in the long run is a product of working hard yeah. okay. to finding you know your middle ground and if you if you can compromise yeah. with that person to have a real yeah. productive partnership and i think it goes for yeah. business yeah. if you are a ceo and yeah. board of directors yeah. some of them don't like each other but everything is still for the good of the company yeah right? the question now is i think the question that i've been asking throughout this episode is yeah. what is that condition for to keep going What's that condition to keep going to the point where you, this person is compatible or you are working towards being compatible? I don't with? think it's definitely for everyone. It's not I think it's, yeah. it changes per, per person and per situation. Yeah. That's what I think. But it's, it's, it's intuitive. If, I think it's something you feel. It's right? something you feel. You just know. There's no, there's no definite answer. That's what me. Okay. Yeah. I mean. For some people... I, I guess it's just if you just love someone enough to just... Exactly. To exactly. Be compatible with For some people, it could be kids. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to stay together because of our kids. We might not... We just don't... We don't hate each other enough that our... our our relationship is destructive to yeah. our kids, but you know that's what's that's, that's why we stay together. How do you just how do you stay monogamous? 
you can make an arrangement. Everybody defines their, rela- their relationship. Their relationship. Not, this is not even mono- a monogamy. Yeah, no, that's a topic for another. That one. I'm just, I just, yeah. I just throw in. No, of course, but <laughs> I, it was, it was just an interesting statement, and yeah, you know, course, I found course, it course, profound. Oh yeah, well, this was a fantastic. We actually started from kids. Oh, well, <laughs> I swear. As in, please discuss oh, with your discuss about you know. Don't I just bring any kids as in, because yeah. that's the reason why a lot of us are mad today. I will tell you, people no plan. They just born children. A lot of people have these traumas because of that. But anyways, um. And also climate change. We don't need more people in the world. Actually, Elon Musk disagrees. Population he actually thinks everybody should be having like five kids. He's, he thinks um, the and, and he has planning. one kid. No, he has five. He has five kids. Yeah, yeah, five Elon has five. Five. Children. I told the last one, the one that's named hashtag something something <laughs> X. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. Is his only kid? No, no, no. He has, Elon has five kids. He has been married like two times. Ah, wow, it's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I can afford divorce. Anyways, that was um, a fantastic episode. <laughs> man, um, lovely. Is you know we can now segue into the music. Music of the, the week, yeah. guys. Let's get What's it. Everyone been listening to. Oh, mommy, I'm just going to start. Let's yeah. go. Let's this, go. This, this guy, he's he's somewhat underground, I guess, because no one, I don't, I've really heard anybody talk about him before. But his name is famous, actually. Spelled with a P H. P H A E M O U S. I think he's an Abuja boy, actually. Yeah, I think, I think I've, I've heard about boy. him. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he has a song with Psycho YP. I don't know if yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah. He has a song with SK, so it seems like he's an, an Abuja boy. I yeah. know I've seen that name. Somewhere. Famous. Famous, yeah. But um, yeah, I've, I, I listened to his tape and I was like, okay, this guy, this guy surprised me. So, I mean, I have two songs on his tape that I actually want to recommend. The first one is the intro, which is called Running. I, I don't know. I've been playing that song on repeat for the past week now. And um, Forbidding as well. So. Yeah, those are two songs. The tape is called Feiwei Volume One, so you should check it out. Um, but yeah, that's my music. Those, those are good picks. Let me, let me go next. Um, God, you know you've not See. listened to it. Hmm? No worries. It sounds, it sounds, it sounds <laughs> good. That's what I say. You don't cast, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man, this week, this week, God, it was it's tough because fam, there's been I've been listening to a lot of new shit yeah. and it's hard. But 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 I think I I can distill them into three. Let's yeah. see, hopefully three. So um, Jules and Salty Soul. Have this song called Marie. Mm. Is he on Jules's yes. songs? Yes, and I think that's, I would say, probably my best song there, if not hmm. my top two. Yeah. No, Love Over Language is also good. Intentionally? See, it's hard. That's it's a, lot of, a lot of things there are good. <laughs> anyway, Marie is um, by Jules and Salty, so really, really lovely. Um, this song, Ozumba Madwe, hmm. by our boy Ricardo Banks. I, can, I cannot get Man. enough of this jam. And I just watched the video and it's quite disappointing but let's let's, <laughs> let's let's leave that for now um and then my last one by skibby i didn't think this guy was alive you know uh, <laughs> i just I have to say that <laughs> but boy it's called baddest boy it's, it's new check it out like it is a very good vibe so those are those are my three jams yeah. Odus. all right um okay so i think i have I have two jams. One of them is a hype song, and one of them is for you know when you're having that physical communication <laughs> with your when you're fighting <laughs> with, your, with your friends. Principles are boss. what the fuck? Okay, so the one for you know that physical interaction is called Wusa. Um, okay. Jeremy, GCJ, and Twister. Interesting. That. <laughs> the jam is mad. Okay. Is it new music? It's, it's actually quite old. So, so yeah. Jeremy's album, but okay. it's really good. Um, and then the second one is um, how's that guy's name pronounced? Is it Jeremiah or Jeremy? Or more bros? Jeremiah. All these guys with the always do all these tricksters. Their names. <laughs> <laughs> all these tricks. I'm confused. Nah, slacks. Six black. <laughs> 
you know how long it took me to get that? Now six lakh now. Six lakh. I think it's black. It's black, but like six lakh. Spell it with six lakh. Like Inufi patent black. Now you need something now. Anyways, the the second song is um, you know the fucking vibe. Um, King Perry and Sako YP. Yeah. Okay, okay. I know that song. That, that song is a fucking that fire. So mad. It's, it's for Ginger. That so mad. So yeah, those would be my two picks. Okay. Um, okay. Nice, nice. For me, um, I have two songs this week. Yeah, man. Everyone is talking about Travis right now, and you know his crimes. Fuck. And you just it's not his crimes now. <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, I'm talking about. I, I don't. I mean, I my opinion. For yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, Travis has been in the news, anyways. But he dropped new music that I actually like. I have to listen. Um, to Mafia is it? It's like a double song. It's Escape Plan and Mafia. But the Mafia part, this song is one I like. J Cole is actually doing background vocals in oh, the song. Interesting. Yeah, it's mad. I'm so mad Mafia mad. by Travis Scott. And um, my second song is one song that David actually played for me yesterday and Sacrifice. Sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> that song is mad. By Bucci, Zap, and SK. I think Zap was on Omoyi. Um, Remember Omoyi? Ted Mao song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think so, yeah. But like I've seen Zap in some songs I like before and that song is lit. I like it. Yeah. Those are my two jams. Okay, um, uh, this episode was heavy. It was Ooh. good. Heavy. Yeah. We, we, well, it was fun. We showed our soft well, yeah. side. I love it. It was a fantastic. Soft, I think we won. Soft side. Uh, uh, I ain't soft, nigga. Ah, everybody. Abel, hard guy, hard guy for waiting. Man's I'm not hard, hard in it. Oh, that's vanity. Oh, because I'm only hard. for life. <laughs> where, where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're sorry, singing the rock song. Well, Abel understands what I'm saying. It's supposed to be a Yeager. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> off the pod, off the pod, off the pod, off the pod. I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you guys so much for, for listening. listening. I mean, and fantastic episode. If you enjoy this video, please like, subscribe, smash that like button, comment, yeah. share with your friends and family. Yeah, exactly. in the group friends and family. You know the vibes <laughs> now. <laughs> of course. Yeah. All right, man. Have a good so, week, guys. Have a good, have a good week. week. You guys take Peace. care. <laughs> I still feel I've been loving I've been a kid when I was Thank you everybody for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends about it, share it, and follow us on all socials at TFD Radio underscore. You can find more information in the podcast description. Also, please do not forget to check out the Fake Deep Radio playlist on Spotify made specially for you. Have a great week. What? 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 I still feel I've been loving